All right, so I'm gonna just kind of pass this around a little I bit don't here, yeah. my wife doesn't, and I just want you to just feel kind of, you know, that's it's got some weight to it. Yeah, right? it's got some weight. It's got some weight. Watch out! That's <laughs> got weight. Pretty, pretty heavy. This, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is, uh, I've been carrying this around. Actually, I probably this is close. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty heavy. I've been, uh... Yeah. Yeah. He's got a bad back. Yeah, yeah. I'll take your word for it. I'll, you know, I'll, yeah, uh, so, the rest of the people are on like, So this is, this is what I've been, you know, hauling around. I've been hauling this around today. Um, as I've been uh, looking at this, this next session that we were going to do in the Boundary Series, I decided to make it uh, a little more applicable to... To my life, um, because as I am going through uh, boundaries with you guys, um, I'm not going through boundaries at, by any means as an expert myself at uh, establishing boundaries. And uh, just as much as God is working on each and every one of you, uh, God is working on me. And uh, where we're at today with session six is it's all about uh, boundary conflicts and the way that. Uh, I would define a boundary conflict is something that gets out of control in our lives. And oftentimes when something gets out of control, it, that it can get heavier and heavier and heavier, and it becomes a major burden on our lives. It, becomes a ma- it could become a major burden on us physically, mentally, emotionally. In the same way, carrying this pack all day long, it's going to start to you know, it's going to wear on you physically. It's going to make your back hurt. And as your back starts to hurt and your legs start to hurt, if you, you're walking with a bag this heavy, uh, then, then you're, you're mentally going to be trying to fight out, man, I, I am feeling pain. You know, your, your signals are going to be telling you that, you ha- that you're experiencing pain and that you need to stop carrying something so heavy. But, but mentally, you're going to try to block it out because you know you need to keep on carrying this. And as you're carrying this, then you, you maybe you even get a little emotional about it. You're saying, man, this is getting so heavy. And you just kind of fall apart because the burden is just so heavy that you continue to carry. And so uh, this continues to weigh down on you. And then maybe, then maybe you even start, it, 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 it uh, starts being a spiritual thing. And you're like, God, this thing is heavy. Help me out. This thing is so heavy. What am I going to do? How am I going to continue to carry this? Well, that's... Uh, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the conflicts in our lives, the things that get out of control, that they cause such a big burden to us that they're hard to carry. It causes us physical pain, mental pain, emotional pain, and spiritual pain. We've been talking about different aspects of boundaries, and, and we, last week we talked about myths, and the two weeks prior to that we talked about different laws of boundaries and trying to give you guys tools to be able to put boundaries in place. Now, now we're at the part where we're actually going to deal with, with some of our actual boundaries that we, had, that we personally have in our lives. And again, like I, like I said a couple minutes ago, I'm not speaking to you as a professional or an expert by any means. Uh, just as God is, is uh, speaking through, through me uh, in this series, I pray that He also is speaking to you guys and helping you guys uh, establish the, the yeses and the noes and to take control of your life. And so there is, uh, uh, in this load, when, when it comes to heavy things, there are several what I call common, e- 
uh, internal conflicts that we may have that cause this burden, that cause this heavy load. One of, one of them could be that gets out of control is eating. Simply eating food. Uh, maybe you've been in a place before where there's been some kind of uh, uh, breakdown in a relationship or just maybe you're having a breakdown because of a relationship that uh, what you turn to is eating. You eat, you eat, you eat some more, and the, usually the things that you're eating are, are, are not the things that you probably should be eating excessively. If, yeah. <laughs> this eating I'm talking about is is binging, is binging, and, and you're eating, and and uh, it may make you feel good for a short period of time, but after eating all that, you're, you're not gonna feel good, and and not only you're not gonna feel good, you're you're gonna you're not gonna feel good about yourself, and it's actually uh, the funny thing, you know, not funny, but you're feeding yourself, but you're also feeding in to the problem. Uh, that, that, that started this whole thing in the first place. Maybe another t- internal conflict is money. Maybe you're somebody that uh, when you get a little bit of money, it, it burns right through your pocket. Every time you get a few bucks, you know, your first inclination is to go spend it. And you spend, you spend, you spend, you spend, and, and it just gets out of control uh, to the point where you, even when you get money, it seems like you don't have money. Because it's just, it's just like a hole in your pocket and it just goes right through. When, and then what happens is when you get more money, you, you, the, the mindset that we build up is, man, maybe all I need is just more money. More money, that's all I need, and, and that's going to solve the issue. But then you get more money and it does the same thing. It's just you're spending it in bigger ways and different ways. But it's still going right through your pocket. And this becomes a conflict and a burden that continues to weigh on us in a financial sense. Maybe time management. Maybe you're someone that just you, you struggle with, with finding, figuring out how to balance everything in your life. You, you, just, you, you seem to show up late for everything because you're, 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 you've got just too much on your plate. You're just doing way too much and you just don't know how to manage it all. And, and you end up almost being uh, just, you're trying to please too many situations or too many people that you're spread way too thin. And you end up, uh, if you're spread out too thin, you have uh, essentially, your your effectiveness in your life is going to be diminished because you're spread so far apart. Uh, The way I I describe it is if you were to shoot a shotgun, when you shoot a shotgun, the the bullet or the shell of a shotgun, it spreads out into several different little pellets or BBs. Um, If you were to take a laser, it's going to be really focused. And when it comes to time management, you know, it, the question is, are we, are we focused like a laser or are we spread out all over the place? Um, and uh, m- maybe task completion. Maybe you struggle with task completion. You are great at coming up with ideas. You are great at starting projects or making initial commitments. You're the initial commitment person that says, yeah, that sounds good. I would love to help out and I would love to do that. I would, you know, I, that's... I want to help out with this. I want to start this ministry. I want to start this job. I want to start this project. I want to do this with my kids. I'm going to start. You're the, you're the person when it comes New Year's. New Year's is your time. Because for those first three days, you got all kinds of resolutions. But after that first week, boy, what happened? 
because none of those resolutions, you're, you're, you didn't follow through on any of them. The tongue. Maybe your, in, in, your, your internal conflict is your tongue. Instead of using your tongue to, um, to edify and build up not only yourself, but other people, um, you, you use it in a way that uh, often the things that are coming out of your mouth is usually gossip or slander. Or, or, or you're finding, you, maybe you just always have a negative tone about yourself. You know, like, oh, yeah. You know, someone goes up to you and say, hey, how's it going today? Oh, just another day, you know, raining again. And, man, and my job sucks. And, you know, and, and, and my, my wife's really mean to me. And, and, you know, and my dog, you know, barked too much last night. And my kids, they're just, I don't even know what I'm going to do with them. So, you know, may, you know maybe, maybe that's you. Maybe your tongue, you just constantly have this tongue. And then to make yourself feel better about your situation, then you talk about how somebody else's situation that's out of control and you say, hey, did you see that person and their kids? Man, they were so unruly. They were bouncing all over the place and they're jumping all and they're crazy. Man, don't they know how to parent? Has anybody ever talked to them about how to parent their kids? I mean, come on now, you know, and, and they go, oh my goodness, did you, they, they, they just, can't they just, you know, they, they smell funny, you know, couldn't they just like, Somebody buy them a stick of deodorant, you know. Whatever the case may be, we use our tongue in a way that is not edifying to anybody and it's just constantly bringing us down and bringing others down. Maybe that is an internal conflict you may struggle with. Um, sexuality. Maybe uh, you're somebody that is just it, it struggles with, with finding um, appropriate relationships or appropriate ways to behave in sexual relationships. And, and uh, you, you've fallen into uh, maybe the uh, culture of that, that we have called um, hookup, uh, hook shack up, break up. That is the culture that we live in. That is the pattern that, that many people live in. And maybe that is something... Um, that, uh, that you know, you need to break, break free from. Something that is continually becomes a burden because the reason that many people end up turning to uh, unhealthy sexual relationships is because of uh, several reasons. They're trying to fulfill a need or fulfill a want or fulfill just some level of a, maybe an, uh, an insecurity that continues to uh, uh, push them down and cause this huge burden and this huge is- issue in their life that causes them to uh, want to, um, to, to use, use their body in a way that, that is only going to bring more scars into their life, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Uh, substance abuse. Maybe uh, it's, it's your internal conflict is substance abuse, where, where you know, th- things get out of control in our life. We become, we, maybe we become depressed. Or, or we, uh, we feel uh, that, that we need to fill a void with some kind of substance. And so we turn to this substance thinking, you know, knowing that, yeah, maybe this is going to make us forget about it or it's going to make us, uh, you know, forget about it for a time being or feel uh, different or feel good for a, a moment of time. But, but the void that that fills for a short period of time is only going to increase more and more before it gets, that gets out of control. And then we see that that void becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And so with all of these things, these are internal conflicts uh, that, that, that we experience that, become, that are burdens. There are burdens on our life. There are things that weigh us down. There are things that we struggle. When we talk about boundaries, saying no to something, some of these things we simply cannot say no to. We struggle to say no to them. We don't know how to say no to them. 
We don't know where to turn, where to go, how to do it. I can sit here for the first five weeks and say, oh, you just need to say no. Some of these things are stronger than just a simple verbal or mental no. They, they, they are so heavy and, and they weigh us down so much that we, we're, we're just struggling to, to fight it day by day, moment by moment. And so that's what I want to talk about tonight. It's defeating these internal conflicts. It first starts with God. It starts with God. And it starts with, uh, God actually puts boundaries in place for each and every one of us. And the, the thing about God is the boundaries that He gives us is actually not much of a boundary at all. The boundary that He gives us is called freedom. He gives each and every one of us freedom. And He gives us that freedom through what we call grace. The freedom that God gives us is the boundary of respect. He loves and, and cherishes each and every one of us as His children that He respects us to make decisions and choices in our everyday life. And He allows us to make these choices uh, because, God re, you know, because God ultimately wants us to make the biggest choice we will ever make in our life. And that is, the, and that is to love Him and have a relationship with Him. And when we break that boundary, and when we and when we uh, no longer, uh, when when we put up a wall uh, between us and that relationship with God, that's when that boundary, the the greatest boundary that God could ever give us, being grace and freedom. When 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 we put up a wall between that, we start to see these other conflicts that arise within our life. But as we break down that wall. And, and, we, and we have that relationship with God. And that's something we desire for every single day and every single moment of our life in the gospel of Jesus Christ, the grace that has been bestowed upon us, the freedom that that gives us. And we live in that freedom knowing that nothing, that nothing can ultimately hold us down when we are, we, are, we are walking with God, when we are living within the boundaries He has set before us, being freedom, when we understand that power, then all of these internal conflicts... They don't have to be conflicts no more. They no longer have to be the burden and be the thing that we struggle to the point where we don't know how or don't have the ability to say no to. As God, uh, as God uh, places this, this, this opportunity in our life, this, this boundary of, of freedom, which is almost kind of like an anti-boundary in some way. You know, you think of freedom as an anti-boundary. But that is how God works. God, uh, from day one... He loved uh, Adam to where, yes, he had, he, he had some, some, uh, some boundaries. He had the boundary with the tree of knowledge. But ultimately, he gave Adam all the freedom that Adam can, can handle. He gave him domain of the entire earth. And he even gave him freedom to make the wrong choice. Because ultimately, you'd say, well, why would God do that? Why wouldn't he intervene? Why wouldn't he just stop Adam and even say, what are you doing? Why are you doing this wrong? Because... Ultimately, God loves us to the point where He wants us to love Him in return. And if God was not to give us any choice to love Him, then ultimately, is God forcing His love on us or are we getting the opportunity to have a relationship? Because a relationship is a two-way street. As God loves us, we love God. And as we, as we experience that, you're going to experience a freedom from these things that have been conflicts within our life. We go, you know what? I've, strug- I've struggled with, with eating. I've struggled with money. I've struggled with time. I've struggled with completing things. I've struggled with my tongue. I've struggled with sexuality. I've struggled with substance abuse. But 
every day I rely, I, I, I call on God and I, and I, I have that relation, I build upon the relationship that, that I have with God. Every day I build upon that. I pray to Him. I, I read His Word. I worship. I, I am in fellowship with, with, with other people in the church. Whatever, whatever it is that, that, that feeds into your soul, that causes that relationship between you and God to grow, the, every day that we do that, we are defeating these conflicts, defeating these burdens. Because ultimately what, what these conflicts are is, there, is, is it's what the enemy wants to feed into your life. The enemy doesn't want you to be free. The thing is the enemy is going to try to lie to you and tell you that these things are going to give you freedom. That they're going to free you from, from being depressed. They're going to free you from being stressed out. They're going to free you from your financial issues. They're going to free you from, from what, loneliness, whatever the case may be. But ultimately, none of these things are going to free you. And the thing that is going to free you is your relationship with God. Healthy boundaries with God equals healthy self-boundaries. As, we, as our relationship grows with God, and as we are, are, are uh, striving for that, you know, it's never something that, you know, obviously we perfect, you know, uh, here, on, here on this earth. But it is something that we continue to strive for because God is a God that wants to see our life continue to, to improve. Even not our circumstances don't necessarily always improve, but God wants to see us as people continue to improve and he wants to see us continue to grow closer to him in a deeper reliance to him. Because as we become deeper in a deeper reliance to God, we realize that we, we've been a people that have, needed, that have needed to rely on God from day one. The more that we realize that we're in reliance of him, the closer, you know, the closer we are to realizing that we've, we've needed him from day one, that we've never had it together, that not one of us have had it together. We all need God desperately in our lives. So there are some steps to identifying. Maybe you know, uh, we, we need to just, sometimes we need to just identify what some of these conflicts are. What are these things that are, that are just, uh, you know, Sometimes we can we can be so uh, so confused. We don't exactly know what is causing the burdens in our life. We're like, man, what is it? I'm just I'm angry all the time, or maybe, man, I am just so emo- I'm just emotionally falling apart. I just cry just for no reason, you know, in the middle of the day. I or before I go to bed, I have no idea sometimes why I just just fall apart. I don't understand why. I just sometimes the littlest things just tick me off, and I just get so angry. I don't understand why. What is going on? And we get confused. And that is uh, also what the enemy wants to happen, is he wants us to be confused people. And so the, the first thing, step towards, towards figuring out how, how to have healthy boundaries is by identifying the symptoms. Identifying the problem. Well, ultimately the problem, man, maybe the problem is I'm angry. Okay, well, okay, that, yeah, I'm angry. I'm an angry person, all right? That, maybe that's one of the symptoms that you're dealing with. Well, then you want to try to identify what is the root of that symptom. Well, maybe I'm angry because, uh, you know, I, I don't like, like where I work. Or maybe I'm angry because um, somebody is always making me mad. Or maybe I'm angry because maybe I, I, have, I have some of my own issues that I'm dealing with and I'm trying to blame it on other people. And so as my issues pile up and as I get, uh, get angry at other people, it's actually me being angry at myself because I'm not... Uh, I'm not accomplishing or being the person that, that I really desire to be. And that can you know, cause anger or cause you to be upset or depressed. 
then it's identifying the, the boundary conflict. Well, 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 ultimately, we talked about these conflicts, you know, that arise when these things happen. Well, is it because, you know, I'm struggling? Am I angry, you know, because of financial reasons, you know, time management? What is it that is, is essentially continues to feed into this issue? What is, what is it that is just pouring into this issue that continues to build and build and build? Because sometimes we can find the root, but we can't understand exactly why it keeps building. Well, we go, yeah, that, that, that issue, I thought I took care of that. But maybe there's something about that that is built onto another issue and another issue, and it just continues to, we never really dealt with it. And so that's when it becomes this conflict. And when, as we push something under the carpet, it, it just gets dirtier. We push some more under the carpet. The dirt is going to spread even more, and we keep pushing it under the carpet. But but the uh, but we need as we identify it, we also want to identify the 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 long lasting conflict that we need to to break through. Identify who needs to take responsibility. Oftentimes, when it comes to responsibility, uh, you know we 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 have to uh, figure out. Well, is it is is this a me issue? Is this somebody in my life that? That, I, that is creating this issue? What is it ultimately that is creating this issue that I need to be responsible for? Many times uh, it can be us, or, you know, and, and we have to come to a place where we, f- we figure out, you know, respo- you know who's going to take responsibility over my actions? Who ultimately, we talked about in this first couple weeks, it's, it's ultimately us that has to take responsibility for actions. Yes, there is some, some other situations where people can, can help be responsible for some of the things that happen in our lives. Uh, my wife shared that in her, um, in her first marriage that, that she was abused. And she had to come to a place where she had to uh, take responsibility because somebody else was not taking responsibility. And so she had to take responsibility, figure out who's ultimately responsible for making sure my children are safe. And so she had to uh, take responsibility and move to Washington. She had to move out here. And so um, identify who needs to take responsibility. Uh, identify what you need as, as you proceed along the path. Um, as, you, as you identify the issues as you figure out what keeps building upon this issue and making it worse, and, and as you figure out who is ultimately responsible for it, that's when we, we need to come up with some kind of plan, a plan of action. Well, ultimately, how, how am I going to, uh, what am I going to do to make this no longer a conflict or a burden? How am I going to push through it? How am I going to become free from this conflict in my life? Uh, what, what, are, what are some things that I can put in place that's, that's going to help me no longer uh, be overwhelmed by this. And so as we put that plan in place, the next thing is we actually need to take that first step. It can be a very difficult thing. I, I remember a situation when I was in college, and it was, a, uh, it was a counseling class that I was taking. And you had to partner up with somebody, and uh, uh, we were going through substance abuse was, what, was, was the exercise. It's the exercise for, the, you know, for like a two, three-week period. And uh, the, the situation that the, the professor uh, presented was, all right, I don't know your guys' situation. You can use a real situation um, or you can use a fake situation, but we're going to work on counseling someone through an addiction, breaking an addiction. And I partnered up with this, with this lady, and a real sweet lady, real nice lady, and uh, uh, 
I started my session with her, and you know, everyone figures that everyone's situation is just fake. Uh, and hers was um, was was smoking. She just uh, she 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 described her situation as I've been smoking for you know 25 years, and you know, pretty much the majority of my life, and I just it's something I really want to stop. Uh, you know, I it's it's not necessarily I you know it's not that I think that. You know, it's it's not a, you know a sinful thing, but it's more of a, a personal thing that I just want to break through because ultimately I know it's not healthy for me and it's not healthy for for my situation. It's just something I want to I want to push past. And so we started this dialogue for the next couple of weeks, and in that dialogue we had to give action steps. And but but action steps are great, but if you never take action within that, if you never take that first step then you're never going to follow through the entire plan. So I go to find out a month later that this lady actually did have uh, an addiction. She really was had smoked for 25 years in her life. And she did take that first step. And she, come, and she told me, yeah, this was a real situation. Thank you very much. I'm thinking, you know, I'm just some, you know, 20-year-old punk kid, you know. But, but uh, she, she thanked me for it and... Uh, is one of those situations where I could, where where her example is. She had said she had tried to quit smoking probably like 15 other times in her life, but she said she could never get to just take that first step of just throwing her cigarettes away, just throwing them in the garbage and not buying another pack for for another week. She said I could never get to that. I never even occurred to me that if I just threw them away and just forced myself to not buy them, you know. For, for a week that that would probably help me you know push past this she just never could do it and she finally took that first step and did that and I was like hey that's great you know and she she took that step I have no idea you know if she is smoking today who knows <laughs> you know but but what I can say is that for that period of time uh, she was able to take that first step uh, then the last one is accountability now I grew up in uh, the Christian culture where uh, you, where accountability for a period of time was real big. Everybody needs an accountability partner. Every, you know, everybody partner up. You need somebody that's an accountability partner. And what accountability is not, and I and I want to say what accountability is not, because this this kind of infected some of the Christian circles that I was a part of in my life. Is accountability isn't a, isn't a situation where you tell everybody. You tell your partner everything that's wrong with them and everything they're doing wrong that they need help with. And every time they mess up that you're pointing the finger at them. That's not accountability. That, 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 is, the, that is the worst thing. <laughs> that's the opposite of accountability. That is uh, finger pointing. That, that accountability, accountability is built out of grace. And if you truly uh, love somebody or care for somebody or care for their situation, you're going to want to help them defeat and push through that. And with anything, grace is something that is given to us time and time again. In the same way that we are given grace, we too, as an accountability partner in somebody's life, somebody that is helping somebody else out, need to give grace. So when, when, when they do uh, whatever it is that they need accountability in, when they do struggle or, or they, 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 they do have a mishap, is, is we, we help them get back on the horse and try again. It's not, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? You're, you did it wrong again. You know, I can't believe you lift at that website again. I can't believe you smoked that again. I can't believe you drank that again. What are you thinking? You know, you've done so good for four months. 
you know, what, what would make you think about doing it again? Or, you know, you, you, you made it this far. You know, those kind of comments. Those are the kind of comments we want to avoid. It's, 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 hey, you did great. For four months, you did amazing. You, you, you took that first step and you made it four months. Next time, let's go for a longer stretch and maybe that longer stretch will become forever. You know, I want to continue to pray for you, continue to do whatever I can. Let me know what I can do that's going to help you out. Because I want to be a help to you and not a hindrance. Because when we end up becoming the not-so-accountable accountability partner, or, or you, then, and we point the finger, then what they want to do, then they're not going to want to talk to you when they do have issues. They want to trust you. They, want, they need to receive that grace, just like each and every one of us re- needs to receive grace on a daily basis. And that's what accountability is. Yeah. Accountability is one of the most important things. The Bible talks about it several times. They talk about this iron sharpens iron, meaning you know, one person can help another person out. They talk about lifting, lifting up your brothers and sisters, bearing one another's burdens. All these kind of these scriptural references referring to all these things of helping each other out. God puts other people in our lives, other Christians in our lives. He puts the church in our lives to be able to help one another out. But in order to do that, we, we have to be people of grace and not people of law. And that's what accountability is. Ultimately, it comes down, this burden, again, comes down to what's in this bag. This bag that has been very heavy and has been very, very burdensome. My shoulder is just killing me today. Because what's in this bag are several rocks that symbolize different levels of burdens and conflicts that I would have in my life, or that I do have in my life. You know, this, this, this one, you know, is, you know, a little big, but not too bad. You know, so we can, that one is maybe a little bit easier to handle. Um, this one's a little bigger, so this is a little bit of a bigger problem. This one, you know, it, it's heavy, but I can carry this one. I, can, I figured out that I can carry this burden for a while. You know, I could probably walk a few more miles with just carrying this rock. You know, ultimately this one, not really a problem much at all. I could carry this one all day, but I, you know, I would still rather not carry it because it's just unnecessary. I just really don't need it in my life, but I'll deal with this one later. Now this one, this one I can't carry very far. Um, if I went much further with this one, I would be very strained and the burden would cause so much that I'd probably have to go see the chiropractor and uh, get checked out and get readjusted because this one is really weighing me down. And just as the burdens and the conflicts weigh us down in, in our life, just like these rocks did on my shoulder today, this is what Jesus said to people that were carrying these conflicts and this heavy, heavy burden on their shoulders. Come to me, all who labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This description is of, uh, you have two, two, uh, two, uh, two cows that are walking, maybe two donkeys, whatever the case may be, and they are carrying what a yoke is, is this board. That, that goes across their shoulders. And in the middle of the board, it carries something heavy. That's how they carry things, you know, back and forth. 
this, whatever it was carrying was very heavy. But what would happen is if you had one cow, one, one, you know, that wasn't carrying his, his load, he, he was weighed down and he, and he wasn't able to carry the, that heavy burden, then that would weigh the other, the other cow down. But when they were walking hand in hand, when they were walking and carrying, being able to carry the load together, they were able to accomplish the, the purpose and the task that, that was set before them. In the same way, Jesus presents us the same opportunity with our burdens and our heavy loads. If, if we shoulder that load with Jesus, if we say, Jesus, help me carry my burden, help me carry this heavy load, and, and, and we both walk together with the load and, and, and we, we, we step for step, and we let Jesus help us carry the load and the burden that's in our life, He says it'll be easy. And He says it'll be light. Lord, I, uh, I just thank You for uh, being a God that, that helps us carry the burden without Your grace, without Your mercy, without Your help. Uh, we are worn down people. We're confused and we're people that are living in conflict. And I pray that you continue to help us take that first step and uh, lift this, this burden off our shoulders and live in the ultimate boundary that you place before us called freedom. In Jesus' name, amen. Whew.